Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, May 14th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, many educators agree setting up kids for academic success starts with early reading proficiency. One woman in Kansas City is on a crusade to make sure children have that success. If you're not reading proficiently by third grade, the likelihood that you graduate from high school is significantly less. The likelihood that you're incarcerated at some point as well is increasingly higher. We explore a Kansas City woman's effort to set up children for academic success. But first, the news. Missouri lawmakers are working against a Friday end-of-session deadline. They are dealing with several issues during the final week, including the fate of a package that could help convince GM to expand its plant in Wentzville. The legislation is running into opposition from some Republican members of the legislature. They describe the plan as corporate welfare and do not like parts of the bill expanding workforce development programs. St. Charles County Executive Steve Ellman was in Jefferson City yesterday. He agrees with his fellow Republicans' aversion to incentives that try to lure companies from another part of the state. But when we have to compete against other states, that's different. And yes, I don't like it, but can we just not do it and expect GM to come here and not go somewhere else? I don't think so. Ellman wants Governor Mike Parson to call a special session if lawmakers do not act by Friday. The St. Louis Assessor's Office is notifying dozens of property owners listed on Airbnb that they have been reclassified from residential to commercial. As St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff reports, that means the owner's property tax rates will increase from 19 to 32 percent. St. Louis Assessor Michael Dauphin says the reclassification is about treating businesses fairly, not punishing those who rent out spare rooms. Over half of the properties he has reclassified belong to owners who live outside of St. Louis. Local owner Lana Camp Jessup was frustrated to discover this weekend that her property had been reclassified. She and her husband rehabbed a four-family apartment building just off of Cherokee Street, where they live and also rent out rooms on Airbnb. I'm not sure where I would be able to find the money. I do believe this is going to put us out of business. If we can't pay our taxes, we're not going to be able to keep up with it. Camp Jessup is organizing a group of Airbnb hosts to visit the assessor's office this week to appeal the measure. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio. Congresswoman Maxine Waters says girls growing up in St. Louis can defy the stereotypes about them. The California Democrat is from St. Louis, and she visited her hometown for an annual Mother's Day banquet. Waters told girls at Vashon High School they can turn out better than what researchers predict. Those people sometimes who predict our failures have to be made liars out of because we don't have to fall victim to their predictions. Waters graduated from Vashon in 1956. Many educators agree that pre-kindergarten and early reading proficiency are factors in setting children up for academic success. One woman in Kansas City is on a crusade to make sure children achieve that success. She's undaunted by a recent defeat for pre-K at the ballot box. 
Sharing America's Michelle Tyreen Johnson introduces us to Annie Watson. It's ready. It is red, isn't it? Annie Watson is always juggling two things, educational policy issues and kids. On this day in April, her kids are tackling the jungle gym at a playground not far from train tracks. Talk to your dad. I think he has your water bottle maybe in the van. Or would you like to sit here with us or do you want to go play? Watson is a former teacher and now works at an educational nonprofit. As a parent and advocate, she says that quality education is a luxury for many. Uh, you know, I often say as I move farther and farther out of the classroom, I'm also moving closer and closer into it as I have children and are choosing schools. At the park with her husband and her three children, Watson says she believes empowering parents is also about empowering children, starting with her own. Watson's fourth child is due in August. It is a girl, though uh, my oldest would uh, remind me and everybody else that gender is a construct, and so anatomically uh, we know the body parts, but we have not met this child yet. Once the baby arrives, Watson's children will be at four different schools and care providers during the workday. As part of a two-income household, Watson recognizes the privilege of being able to spend 75% of her own take-home pay on quality early education. But for so many families, that is simply not an option. Education as a portal to greater equity in the community is part of what drives Watson, particularly her work at Turn the Page KC, a nonprofit dedicated to getting all kids in Kansas City reading by third grade. If you're not reading proficiently by third grade, the likelihood that you graduate from high school is significantly less. The likelihood that you're incarcerated at some point as well is increasingly higher. Sundays when she could be spending the day with her own family, she helps lead an organization that offers classes for parents and caregivers on how to be better advocates for education policy. Folks who are living with and taking care of our kids don't always have the loudest voice or a seat at any given table. Uh, and so how do we change that? Facilitator Denise Snell credits Watson with getting it started. Annie had um, played an integral part in convening and pulling all of this together and um, finding our fellows, recruiting our parents, and really getting us um, plugged into the community, um, the greater Kansas City communities. Watson, who is Asian American, says that at one point of her life, she wanted to be a high-powered D.C. political fixer along the lines of fictional character Olivia Pope on the TV show Scandal. I didn't ever intend to be in education. I, in fact, didn't like children when I was younger. I'm an only child. And so the thought of young children really scared me. Recently, Watson found that the path she took away from politics as an educator brought her right back to it. Watson was one of the architects of the Kansas City, Missouri mayor's campaign to fund universal pre-K education in the city through a sales tax. She was at an election night watch party to hear the news that the initiative on the ballot failed. This is Mayor Sly James conceding the loss. And this city is going to go on and it's going to go on well. Thanks for being here and thanks for listening. This was the first time Watson had to deal with education as a political issue. But she says as she continues to move forward in her work, political defeat doesn't change anything. We will dig deeper into what best practice can look like, uh, what we want for our city, what that means for kids, and continue to come up with solutions for how we can get there. And coming up with solutions will continue to motivate Watson. Yeah, it's all tied in together for me in this like 24-7 kind of endless uh, sort of thought process and uh, 
and effort. It's just all the time. It's all the time in conversation with kids and work. It's all it's all jumbled up into the same. She'll continue to juggle that jumble, advocating for children and education and welcoming a new baby to her growing family. For KCUR and Sharing America, I'm Michelle Tyreen Johnson. Sharing America is a collaborative reporting initiative about race, identity, and culture. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.